0: Did you know a recent law can leave your personal data exposed online for anybody to find? If you've turned on the news lately, you know the Internet has created a dangerous new world. It's time you take back the power by using a new website called Truthfinder. Have you been issued a speeding ticket? Received a lien from the IRS? Did you forget about an embarrassing social media profile? That info may already be online. Truthfinder can help you find it truthfinder searches millions of public records assembling the data together in one report members get unlimited searches so you can also look up those close to you and make sure they're not hiding something visit truthfinder.com nancy enter your own name get started Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on Sirius XM Triumph, Channel 132. A horrific crash. A school bus crash claiming the lives of a young child and a teacher. Why? Why is this happening? Every time you turn on the news, every time you see a billboard by the side of the street, it talks about seatbelts. It talks about car safety. It talks about not texting for Pete's sake. Oprah's talking about not texting. Uh, it's against the law to drive or be in a car without a seatbelt. Why in this day and age is there a fatal school bus crash with a beautiful child dead? Joining me right now, Giovanni Vargas, the father of that wonderful child whose life is lost in a needless crash. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. We want justice. First, to Giovanni Vargas, thank you so much for being with us. Tell me what happened on that fateful day.
2: Uh, Nancy, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bear with me. I, uh, I said I would be strong and I'm trying my best. Um, that day, um, that morning was a good morning. Uh, yeah, as usual, we got them ready. We got them ready for school. And I say them because she had a twin uh, who is with us today she's listening and she's here next to me and it was a good morning they were excited about the trip Um, Miranda uh, uh, got ready before her sister and she made sure I knew that Um, and she was ready she was ready to leave and um, she gave her mother a kiss. Um, We went outside, we got in the car as we usually would, but she, something prompted her to go back inside and give her mother more kisses. (laughs) And she did that. And she came back in the car and and sat in the the car and said that I'm ready. And I would always drop them off at school every morning. Um, So I drove them to school and um, she got out of the car and uh, as as usual she, I, I can't say it was the first time she did it, but she would drown me with kisses and I didn't know it would be the last time I see her, but I watched her walk away, and I even said, honey, um, you, you got to hurry it up because there are cars behind us. She said, okay, I love you, daddy. and. And she left, so I went back home, finished getting ready for work? I went to work, um, My wife calls me. she says, "Babe, um there was an accident in Mount Olive, and I think it might have been um the uh, the school's uh, uh school bus." And you know, you're in denial at that point, point, and I said, "No, baby, can't be. How do you know this?" She said, "Babe, I think it is. Can you please look into it?" I called the school. The school said yes. There was an accident. And yes, Miranda was on that bus. And of course, my heart stopped. I didn't know how to tell my wife that, but I knew I had to. I called her right back. I said, babe, yes. She was on that bus, or so she is on that bus. And uh, she took it very hard. I raced home. I took, told everyone I had to leave. But again, I'm trying to be optimistic about it. Um, she, you know, I've always been a cup, a, a full kind of guy. I'm as positive as they get. Like I said, no, it can't be, no she's fine. I know she is. But yet I couldn't help. I couldn't help worrying, obviously, as a father and, 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 and we were both crying. I picked her up, meaning my wife. Um, and we drove to what we thought was a hospital where she was. Um, and after that long drive, we found out she wasn't there. We did get a runaround, everywhere we called she was not there no one would give us a straight answer we called the school the school would tell us you know we don't know anything we don't know anything we don't know anything um so we were obviously frantic um after maybe an uh, over an hour of s- asking and searching and, and and worrying and my in-laws are all over the place finally morris uh morris county hospital morristown a hospital reached out to us and said we have her, those exact words. And I was so excited because I thought that, you know, bumps, bruises, uh, anything but this. So we raced to the hospital, we got there. And, um, you know, we also, we had to wait uh, even longer. Uh, It was gut-wrenching. There's lots of parents crying, worried about their kids. I'm, I'm listening to doctors tell parents, your son needs brain surgery or, you know, I'm hearing the worst things. And then a nurse sits next to us and says, I asked her, how were the kids? She says, oh, bumps and bruises. So that made me feel a little better. After maybe, I don't know, 45 minutes of just sitting and waiting and crying, um, finally, uh, one of the nurses says, okay, we have information for you. For you. Come with us. I knew something was wrong because behind us was maybe five, six uh, different people, suits. Uh, they're following us and uh, they take us into a room and we're sitting in the room and there's a, a, what appeared to be some type of therapist staring right at us. And, and I say to her, I asked her, why are you, what's going on? This is gut-wrenching. And she said, can you please, she told someone else, can you please get them in here? So the moment I saw a priest walk through that door, everything stopped moving. (laughs) Everything stopped. I knew something was wrong, very wrong. And the chief of police, uh, premise police, came to my wife and said, I'll never forget these words. We tried to do everything for her little body. We couldn't couldn't do anything. We couldn't save her. It was the worst moment of our lives. I didn't know what to do with myself. I was still trying to support my wife. No one else knew. Slowly the rest of the family started to come in. And and of course, they clearly lost it. She, She was very special to all of us. She was a good girl. (laughs) <laughs> very' so hard um love kids, but just anyone who knew her knew that she was just an amazing human being, no malice um ten year old still watching cartoons ten year old looking after tiny kids watching guava juice and uh gymnastics and she very into gymnastics and Loved, uh, you know, Hernandez. I forget her, uh, Lori Hernandez, and uh, uh, Ellen DeGeneres was one of her favorites. And she just was a great kid. So, it, it, it's from that day on, our lives have obviously changed. Um, it's very hard, very very hard to 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 even to fathom moving forward. Um, But that being said, um, I know, and and I've been trying to be strong for my family. It's just hard to tell the story. I've been trying to be very hard for my my baby. My Madison was sitting next to me. My wife, who has taken this extremely hard. it's, it's it's very hard to even again fathom moving forward without my baby uh, every morning the mornings are the hardest you know you come to realization that it's, it's true it's not a it's it, you know it's not a nightmare it's real um I know I can't do anything about this in terms of bringing her back I know that she will always live with me she will always be in my heart um and I know I can't do anything, but being that she was such an advocate of kids, she, uh, she would get awards called uh, Pat in the Back Awards, um, which meant that she would help a kid. Um, she was great, great with kids. So being that she was that kind of person, I choose to continue her legacy and helping kids. Um, I think this is going to help me. With my 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 healing process, my wife's healing process, and my baby's healing process, um, what happened should have never happened. It should have never happened. This was pure negligence uh, on many parts, not just the driver. I don't just blame. Of course, it's his fault for doing such an egregious uh, decision and. And, and and taking my baby from me, but I blame many folks. Many folks that could have avoided this from happening. Avoided him to, from being on that seat. Uh, avoided this these buses for 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 being in the condition that they are and not being uh, properly uh, 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 you know structured with the proper seat belts. Uh, I still wonder how did that uh, how did that bus come come off, come apart from the actual chassis. You know, there's so many things that, so many questions that I have.
0: With me speaking is Mr. Giovanni Vargas, the father of a beautiful, beautiful on the outside and on the inside little 10-year-old girl, a twin, Miranda, who was killed in a horrific and fatal school bus crash. Giovanni, you stated that mornings are the hardest time for you I had that same experience after my fiance was murdered. Mornings and late nights. Why are mornings so much more difficult for you?
2: Because you wake up hoping it was a bad dream. You really do. You you're still, you know, You. I think initially we're in a state of denial. We're in a survival state. Um, and again, when I wake up, I realize that I'm awake. And I'm without my baby. Um, during the day, I, we try to keep as busy as possible. I try to be as strong as possible. And again, supporting my wife and my daughter and keeping them busy. And doing whatever it takes to get through through the day. Um, you know, a lot of folks will tell you that take it day by day. Um, I, I disagree. Um, and I disagree because I heard something on YouTube. And of course, and you would know, Nancy, in this initial stage, you're, you're hungry for information. You're hungry for answers. You're hungry for solutions. And so we go on YouTube and we're looking for grief counseling or advice or something. And a gentleman that lost his, his girls said, I took it one breath at a time and that's exactly what we're doing and i'll speak for myself that's exactly what i'm doing i'm taking it one breath at a time and getting through a day is really 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 hard
0: there's a brand new website causing a lot of trouble for people with something to hide have you ever had a bad feeling about somebody maybe suspected your partner's cheating be worried about your online reputation? If you answer yes to any of those questions, you may need Truthfinder. Public records are only recently easily available online. Before websites like Truthfinder, you'd most likely have to visit a courthouse to get that information. Now, it's as simple as entering a name. Truthfinder sifts through millions of public records from all over the country, assembling them into one easy-to-read report. Search the names of somebody you know. You could find criminal and arrest records, bankruptcies, contact information, social, dating profiles, financial assets, and a lot more. Why fork out thousands to a private investigator when you can do the job yourself? Everybody you know has something to hide. Now, you can root out the most dangerous people before you become the next victim. It's not just used to bust bad people. Truthfinder helps Americans reunite with friends, family, even people who served with them in the military. It's never been so easy to find the truth. Go to truthfinder.com slash nancy and enter any name to get started.
3: It is with a heavy heart um, that we stand before you. Earlier this morning, three buses from the Paramus Board of Education carrying fifth graders from Eastbrook Middle School was en route to Waterloo Village in Stanhope, New Jersey on a class trip. At 1021 hours, one of the buses was involved in a serious motor vehicle crash involving a dump truck near exit 25 on Interstate 80 westbound in Mount Olive, New Jersey. There were 38 students and seven adults on the bus, including the driver. A total of 43 people of that 45 uh, were injured and transported to area hospitals for treatment. We know that 21 patients are at Morristown Medical Center, 10 patients at Hackenstown Hospital, three patients at St. Clair's Dover, four patients at St. Clair's Denville, three patients at UMDNJ Newark, and two patients at St. Joseph's in Patterson. Some patients are in critical condition and currently undergoing surgery, so please keep everybody in your prayers.
0: With me now, Giovanni Vargas, his beautiful daughter, beautiful on the inside and the outside. I'm looking at her photo right now, big, big smiling face. Lost her life on that school bus crash, a needless crash, a senseless crash, and he's sharing his story with us. Mr. Vargas, thank you for being with us. You were describing how morning times are the worst time for you. And I've got to tell you, the same thing would happen to me. I would wake up in those first maybe five seconds. I would think it was a normal day. The sun would be coming through the window. I'd spring out of bed. And before I could even really get my feet on the ground, I would remember, oh, Dear Lord in heaven, this is real. This is real. It's really happening. I, I just, as you know, my children, my twins are 10, just like yours. And everybody thinks I'm crazy when they go on a school trip to the museum or here or there. I am a nervous wreck. For a while, I actually followed the school bus, and then they busted me. And I thought, okay, this is crazy, but it's not. What is your understanding, Giovanni Vargas, as to what went wrong?
2: I ask myself that question every day, but again, Nancy, there's so many different things that could have been done to avoid this. Um, I, again, there's we can't turn back time. But going forward, Nancy, we can definitely focus around the vetting piece. I think that that ball was dropped multiple times.
0: Oh, it really did, Giovanni. To Chuck Roberts, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. Chuck, Mr. Vargas is right. There were so many things that went wrong. What do we know about the crash the bus driver, and the condition of the school bus and the seat belts.
4: Well, Nancy, the bus was one of uh, three, actually, from Paramus to Waterloo Village for this school trip. And it was being driven by a 77-year-old driver, Hooty Muldrow, uh, who has quite a record, uh, several uh, uh, violations, including speeding, but nothing more than that, no no DUI, eight seating tickets, though. Uh, and he became separated from the other two buses when they missed the exit. Well,
0: let me just stop you right there, Chuck Roberts. It's one thing for you to have a speeding ticket or me to have a speeding ticket, but when you are in charge of driving children who cannot protect themselves, a lot of children, parents don't expect that the bus driver has not one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. But eight speeding tickets? If we have busted him sick eight times, how many times has he been speeding that he wasn't caught? So let's just not gloss over eight speeding tickets. I mean, for other people, that's nothing. But for somebody who is responsible for 30 plus children that he's holding in the palm of his hands, that's the big deal to me.
4: All right. So and, let's just
0: establish that.
4: And there's no system in New Jersey to inform school districts about driver suspensions. So that's a, a glaring omission.
0: Well, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa! Shouldn't they be doing their own homework to find that out? Yeah. Do I have to hand it to the to the principal on a silver platter with an engraved invitation to open the envelope? What? What? What do you? Why are you talking? Did he have a suspended license?
4: No, he had a current license.
0: He had a current license. But you're correctly pointing out, Chuck Roberts, that there's no way to, that that schools are automatically told when a driver has a suspended license. You know what? Don't care. That's their responsibility. When I pay my taxes, that is for them to get paid to do their job. Bam. Now, this school bus And this driver, what do we know, Chuck?
4: Westbound on I-80, two of them, they all missed the correct exits. And Muldrow, for some reason, decides that he wants to go back onto I-80 and make a U-turn at an emergency crossover. And he crosses at a very uh, steep angle uh, over several lanes of traffic and is hit by a dump truck in the third lane. Uh, The impact is so great, it separates the chassis from the vehicle, Uh, and the bus is on its side, and the kids are upside down. Uh, And as you point out, uh, a teacher and little Miranda Vargas are killed. Several are still in the hospital, and the driver is facing two counts of vehicular homicide, Uh, but he's free on bond. His next appearance is uh, on Monday, June 25th. Uh, It'll go before a grand jury at that
0: point. You guys with me, Chuck Roberts, CrimeOnline.com, investigative reporter, New York psychologist Karen Stark, and special guest, the father of little Miranda, who lost her life just 10 years old, a twin, and that horrific school bus crash, Mr. Giovanni Vargas. I mean, Giovanni, am I the only one that uses Google Map or Waze? What do you mean they got lost and did some type of emergency turnaround that when you have children in your care, why would you be trying to figure out as you're driving which way to go and getting all twisted up? And they all three didn't know where they were going. Hence the crazy move to do this basically UE to get back on the interstate. I I don't get that. And Mr. Vargas, what can you tell me about the, the seatbelt situation on the bus?
2: Uh, from what I'm told, uh, the, the only uh, seatbelts that were available were the lap seatbelts. That, from what I hear, are not very sturdy, if you will. That's exactly why I'm very proud of uh, Peter for saying and doing what he's doing. Uh, we are sticking together. Um, to make sure that the three point uh, seat belts are enforced, I, I think that bill has already been uh,
0: presented. Um, so well, hold on, Mr. Vargas. I couldn't agree with you more regarding an eleven year old little boy who is leading the fight to change seatbelt practices in Buses. Now, let me ask everybody who is on my panel right now and who is listening right now: Why do we have to rely on an eleven-year-old child to do our work? We need to be doing this ourselves and joining this little boy. Listen to what he says. I was thinking that seatbelts on buses on the buses
5: aren't as safe as the ones that are in my mom and dad's cars. Their cars have seatbelts called three-point harnesses buses only have two-point harnesses when my mom or dad stop short in their cars my body only moves a little bit when the bus stops short my upper body hurls forward and hits the seat in front of me why would we make the buses that carry kids less safe
0: than the cars that our parents drive us around in this little boy peter caminiti was hanging upside down in this bus crash i mean hanging upside down hanging there and this child is leading the crusade what is wrong with our leaders and our assemblies and our legislatures this is not about the federal government this is about our local government's And this beautiful child, one of a twin, has lost her life because of our inaction with me, her father, Giovanni Vargas. When you're talking about her and her sweet nature and her twin, it is just killing me, Giovanni, because all I can think about are Lucy and John David, and every time they get on a bus to go somewhere with their school. I'm thinking about what you just said about that morning when you hear there's been a crash, and I know that moment is going to live with you the rest of your life. At any time as you were heading over, did you think that Miranda could have been one of the victims?
2: Never. Never in a million years, Nancy. I, again, I, uh, I kept on telling myself and telling my wife okay just bumps and bruises baby it's okay Um, just trying to calm her down but never in a million years did I imagine that I would be told this once they finally gave me a clear explanation as to what had transpired never Nancy never and 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 God bless and I have to tell everyone this and God bless your children and and we have to take aside from everything we're discussing in terms of of, of retrofitting the buses and, and and doing what's right for the kids we have to take more time with our kids uh, i thank god that i have always been a parent who puts my kids and my family first i chose the career i chose because it gave me the flexibility of dropping them off and picking them up and helping them with their homework and putting them to bed and giving them a kiss and and just going to the, their 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 concerts, I never missed a concert, I never missed anything. And, and I thank God for that, because I know that today I would be torn knowing that I didn't spend that time. So I'm telling everyone out there, please hug the child, you don't tomorrow. <laughs> it's not promised. It could, be, it could be the other way around. That child may not see the parent again. Let's stop taking this for granted. These are our children. Yes, they have to be protected. We entrust these school buses. We entrust the Board of Education, the drivers. But at home, we have to do the best we can to show them and give them the love that they deserve. And I know this is off, pretty much off the topic, but I I had to say that because it's so important,
0: Nancy. You know, Mr. Vargas, you couldn't say anything more important. I I hear what you're saying. After my fiance's murder, it completely changed my life. And yes, even this morning, I dropped the children off at Vacation Bible School. And when I drove back off, I looked back in the mirror and I thought, are they going to be safe? Will, will I be here to pick them back up? Will they be okay? I still think that way after all this time. Every time they leave or I drop them somewhere, I'm worried. Yet the other side of that double-edged sword is that when I am with them, my whole world is about them. Because I know, as you do, how it feels to lose the thing you love the most. Let me ask you this, Mr. Vargas. How is your wife and how is Miranda's twin?
2: Uh. My wife is, uh, has not been well. Um, she she's not been well at all, uh, as you would imagine. Um, she also has some some health um, problems that have uh, made it harder for her. Um, in terms of my my daughter Madison, um, her initial approach was a resilient one because. Children are resilient, and I I knew they, I've always known they're resilient, but uh, Madison has been extremely resilient. As a matter of fact, at the beginning, she was our, and continues to be, our rock. Uh, You know, she would come to me and say, Daddy, if if you want to talk, let's talk, Dad. She would say, Dad, would you rather see her a vegetable, Dad? Would you, so many things to try to make me feel better. This is a 10-year-old telling me this. And she says, "I know Miranda's with me, and I know she's in a better place, Dad. You know that. I need you to be strong, Dad. Um, we're gonna see her one day, Dad. Um, I cannot, I cannot really put it in words how resilient this little girl has been. Recently, it's, it's, it's been, I guess it's affected her a little more. I guess the reality piece is coming in. Um, we recently." We haven't been able to return to our home. Uh, We are trying to relocate uh, because just a thought, uh, just the memories, it's just overwhelming. We sold our vehicles. We're we're doing our best to try to start over, which is just impossible. Um, But we entered the house last week and it really, really, I think it was a mistake on my part because it affected my little one. Uh, memories just started coming in. And she said, Dad, don't touch the lamp. Um, she was the last one to turn it off. Dad, Mom, don't lie on that side of the bed. That's her side. Um, and I know that we can't go back there. But yeah, she, she even said to me, Dad, I wish I could see her again, even if I see her in the casket. Um she's she's going through different phases, Nancy, to answer your question. Um and as parents we're trying to be as strong as possible and make the right decisions. But I we all know that going back there she grew up there. She grew up there. Some you know, her running down the stairs and daddy made me breakfast because I made them breakfast and their lunch every single day. Um, so it's 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 been hard for her, but She chose to sit here next to me today um, because she feels the way I do. Um, She wants to fight back. She's a very strong young lady. She's a type A personality. She wants to be a surgeon. Um, And I think she's going to be a big part of this fight.
0: With me is Giovanni Vargas, who lost his beautiful daughter Miranda in a horrific and unnecessary school bus crash. Bringing the spotlight now on the condition of those buses, the histories and the reliability of their drivers, and the lack of three point seat belts.
2: Getting through a day is really, really, really hard. And that's exactly why I've chosen to do whatever it takes to help these children going forward. I have my children, Nancy. You have your children. There are children all across this country that need our help.
0: With me is Giovanni Vargas, the father of little 10-year-old Miranda who lost her life in a senseless and horrific school bus crash. And with us is Miranda's 10-year-old twin, Karen Stark and Chuck Roberts. Mr. Vargas just detailed why he did not want to go back into his home where they lived as the family with little Miranda Karen Stark New York psychologist you know Karen I tried and tried and tried I went back to Keith's home to be with his parents for some time after his murder and at a certain point I just would be destroyed every time I would leave I've never been able to bring myself to visit the spot where he was killed. Why is that? And Mr. Vargas doesn't want to go back in the home. What What is that phenomenon?
2: Well, what happens, Nancy, is that it triggers a response in your brain that brings back all the memories, the trauma of what happened, the memories of the person. Just like with little Madison, when she's there, she begins to relive the life she had with her sister and then it becomes even more excruciating that the person is no longer with you as you described getting up in the morning and thinking maybe it was all a bad dream and this is that same kind of a phenomenon where all of a sudden your brain begins to produce all these memories it's unbearable i'm so sorry This is a terrible, terrible story.
0: To Mr. Vargas, who is joining us along with Miranda's twin, Mr. Vargas, you know that federal law requires smaller school buses that weigh less than 10,000 pounds to have the three-point shoulder belts, the lap shoulder belts. But the thing is, if they're not 10,000 pounds, if they're, excuse me, over 10,000 pounds, that's not required, and the state is allowed to pass regulations requiring the seatbelt that Miranda needed. Now, listen to this, Giovanni. There are seven states that have passed a variation of those seatbelts for larger school buses like the one Miranda was in. But get this, they haven't funded it, which means, as I've been screaming forever Politicians brag that, that we pass this requiring three point seat belts. We pass this, that, this, but they don't fund it. And they know full well it will never be implemented if they don't fund it. Do you know, Giovanni, if all the students even were told that they had to put on their seat belts? I would uh,
2: I would imagine not. I would imagine not, Nancy. Um and you know in addition to the seatbelts, um, and this is just me thinking out loud, um, today's technology offers so much. We have applications to, to track our heart rate for God's sake, right? Why, can, why do we not have something on a bus that will let us know that seat 16 does not have a seatbelt on? Why is it that? A multi-billion-dollar business like an airliner has a a stewardess who walks up and down and says, "Mrs. Grace, can you please put on your seatbelt?" But our kids, our kids, for God's sakes, our kids do—they unfortunately do not receive this 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 benefit, this this protection, this support. I guess it's because we're not a multi-billion dollar business or unfortunately the legislation is focused on so many other things, but the kids, I mean, do they not have kids? Do they not care. Even if you don't, you don't have to have children to care. You have to have a half a heart, not even a full heart. These are our future, our children, for God's sakes, what is it going to take? Is not the death of my daughter enough for them to make a change? You asked me earlier what went wrong. Everything went wrong. So bus driver, the, 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 the Board of Education, the, the state, the DMV, I can go on forever. Everyone dropped the ball. And now you're telling me that they pass a, 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 a law that has not been funded. Where is the logic behind that? I mean, do, do, do our kids mean anything? I, I, I'm lost. I'm lost for words. I don't even know what to say.
0: 25 million children are riding school buses today. 25 million. How can we determine, authorities determine, whether wearing a three-point seatbelt would have saved for life. We know the investigation of crashes involve the examination of a vehicle's restraint systems, and that means seat belts. Now you look at the vehicle the, in this case a school bus and it's conditioned post impact and an expert reconstructionist may be able to tell if the seatbelt was buckled or not at the time of the crash. Now most modern seatbelts are are installed in the front passenger seats of cars and they are equipped with pre-tensioners pre-tensioners those are pyrotechnic devices that deploy when a vehicle is in a crash another thing to mr vargas miranda's dad is if you're not wearing a seatbelt, in so many cases you hear an alarm it's an every vehicle if you're not wearing your seatbelt and there's pressure on that seat you hear an alarm. In school buses, I don't understand why the car would why the vehicle would even crank up and go and drive until every child has on their seatbelt, Mr. Vargas. Exactly. You know, in many cases the consequences of the deployment of pretensioners, those pyrotechnic devices is the locking of a seatbelt. And you can look at that and determine was the seatbelt in place, was it clicked on? That way you know whether that is a factor in the case. Regarding 3 point seatbelts. Exactly, what are those chuck Roberts that we've been talking about?
4: They are the kind that uh, are in just about every car on the road today and uh, uh, there's a a huge lobbying effort to get them on, on school buses and also uh, for a manifest of students. These kids had no IDs on them. There was, as you pointed out earlier, Nancy, there was no GPS device. Uh, there, is no, uh, there was no onboard camera uh, to record driver behavior. And we heard from the 11-year-old, uh, the, the fifth grader, Peter Caminetti. Uh, he also told the legislative family that the kids around him were not wearing their belt, most of them so you have all that to to digest
0: you know the cost of a 3 point belt is about 60 bucks and that is if you go online to try to buy one think of how little they would cost if they were bought in mass and put in to existing school buses to mr vargas who lost his daughter miranda in this school bus crash what is your response to what you're learning about the school bus driver and the horrible decision he made that day?
2: Well, regarding this, the, uh, the re outfitting of the school bus, Nancy, um, after speaking with the congressman, uh, the information that we found out is that uh, it would be under $7,000 to re outfit these, these buses. Um, And him and I agreed, if we have to do a bake sale to support it, so be it. Um, If The legislator sees this as uh, uh, too much money to to protect kids. Well, that's fine. We'll figure something out, but something has to be done. Um, How do I feel regarding all the information? I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted. I am, you know, I am beyond frustrated. I, I, I really wish, I really wish. That this would have been addressed uh, a long time ago. Nancy, you said that you know 25 million students, right? Uh, we're looking at about 600 school buses on a daily basis, carrying 25 million kids. Why did this have to happen? For something to take place, for someone to finally wake up, and 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 we're, you know this battle's not even complete or, or, or won yet. But why did this have to happen? why did I have to lose my girl for this to happen, for something to take place And
1: and I know that
2: what I'm about to say, I know this is not the topic of discussion, but we look at the schools. How many shootings have to take place for someone to finally step up and do something about this? It's a pattern. This school, okay, we, you know, a little interview on TV. Great, wonderful, pat on the back, good job, next school. When is, so, I, I, when is this country going to realize that our kids are important? I, I, I'm, I'm assuming they have children. I'm assuming they have family that does. And again, you don't have to be a parent to understand the value of a child. So I feel absolutely disgusted. But yet, strong and determined in making sure that we win this fight. It, I know it's going to be an uphill battle, but I'm prepared. I, very honestly, there is nothing that's ever going to stop me. I am going to fulfill her legacy. Well,
0: you know what, Giovanni? Brace yourself because 42 states do not require lap and shoulder belts on large school buses. Yeah. 42. Right. 42. And that means that every time most children get on a school bus, they're at risk. Our smallest, and you know what we we go through with a, You have to wear a, have a booster seat and a car seat, reverse the seat, make it point to the back. This and that, the sensors on the cars. Twenty five million children at risk, and we just go about life with blinders on, like it's okay. Uh-huh. It's not okay. Giovanni Vargas. I want you to speak to our listeners now and explain to them what you have been going through since Miranda lost her life and what needs to be changed now on a
2: daily basis, as I mentioned earlier nancy it's um, it's really a struggle just to get by um, you know this morning I, I woke up and I said to my mother law I said, I think I'm in denial because I still keep trying to find a way to bring her back, right? And I guess this is a normal reaction. Um, the pain that we feel on a daily basis is almost as if though you're, you know, very honestly, I, I asked myself, am I going to have a heart attack? Uh, because that's how excruciating the pain is. Um, a lot of, initial thoughts that made no sense went through our minds, but of course that they went away pretty quick, considering that we have Madison Madison is definitely our our rock um, and we're going to continue moving forward for her. Um, In terms of what we need to do going forward, we all need to come together, no matter what it takes Nancy for your kids, for my kids, for the kids of America. We have to come together. Instead of all this ridiculous news that you see on TV about Russia and all this ridiculous garbage, I'm sorry to speak this way, we need to focus more on our children. We need to come together. Our voices have to be heard. If If you and I, Nancy, work together along with every other parent or human being in this country, I am sure that we can make a change. And I have to thank um, again, uh, the Congressman who presented the bill, Um, he's calling it the safer act, right? Uh, Better known as the Miranda law. Um, I was honored by that. um, And I would be honored if that actually takes place, if we can name the law after my baby and we need people like you to stand by us and, and, and make sure that this legislation is passed To make sure that this is not just another accident that's going to be swept under the rug. I, whatever it takes, Nancy, I am determined. The anger and the pain that I feel, I have to funnel it, and this is my way of funneling. I have the kids in mind. I've visited them. Along with my with Madison at the hospitals, uh, my prayers go out to them, and we are determined because this is exactly what Miranda would want, and that is exactly why we want to call it the Miranda Law.
0: Joining me is Giovanni Vargas, whose message we are sending out today, loud and clear, in memory of his beautiful daughter, Miranda. Nancy Grace, Crime Stories, signing off. Goodbye, friend. There's a brand new website causing a lot of trouble for people with something to hide. Have you ever had a bad feeling about somebody? Maybe suspected your partner's cheating? Maybe worried about your online reputation? If you answer yes to any of those questions, you may need Truth Finder. Public records are only recently. Easily available online. Before websites like Truthfinder, you'd most likely have to visit a courthouse to get that information. Now it's as simple as entering a name. Truthfinder sifts through millions of public records from all over the country, assembling them into one easy to read report. Search the names of somebody you know. You could find criminal and arrest records, bankruptcies, contact information, social, dating profiles, financial assets, and a lot more. Why fork out thousands to a private investigator when you can do the job yourself? Everybody you know has something to hide. Now, you can root out the most dangerous people before you become the next victim. It's not just used to bust bad people. Truthfinder helps Americans reunite with friends, family, even people who served with them in the military. It's never been so easy to find the truth. Go to truthfinder.com nancy and enter any name to get started.
1: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products.